and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Mama's Political Podcast. I'm Brandon, and my co-host is... Sean. And today and we will be talking <laughs> about <laughs> the Electoral College. I thought that was my line. It, it can be now. Brandon likes to hijack my uh, thunder, so... Uh, <laughs> it can, a, yeah, it can be your line now. All right, that's, that's my line from now on in all future podcasts. That's uh, fair. That's I'll give it line. to you. You can have it. Okay. I don't even so, want it anymore. So, good. That's mine now. So today we're talking about the Electoral College. What about... I have a question, Sean. I have a question. Shoot. What about the Electoral College? Uh, all about it. Everything you possibly wanted to know. Really? Everything you thought you knew, but really didn't know. Yeah. Okay. I, unlike our other podcast, uh, Two Guys, One Mug, I've actually done <laughs> way more research <laughs> about our topics this time. You should listen which to is, it. If which is haven't. probably a good thing, because that podcast is a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways. 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 So, the Electoral College. What is it? Where is it? Why is it? Who is it? How is it? And everything else in yeah, between. Exactly. Um, so, what is the Electoral College? The Electoral College is um, every... When you vote for president, you know, the president has the general vote. I think 50 million people voted for Trump in 2016 and roughly the same amount voted for Hillary Clinton. Although uh, the, the popular vote was Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton won by a slim margin by the popular vote. So why wasn't Hillary Clinton president? The reason is the reason is every state has um, electors that they choose to vote on the po- general population's behalf. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I had to turn away from the mic. I, I did burp, and I know you guys <laughs> don't want to hear that. <laughs> Probably not. So, um, yeah, anyway, so the number of electors that each state gets is based on the combination of the number of U.S. senators they have, which every state has two, and the number of House of Representatives members that they have, which that varies by population. Right. So the idea was that it was supposed to combine, the I think the original framers' ideas of the Electoral College was what most people think the idea is today. They they put only a few people were allowed to actually elect the president because they didn't trust the uneducated farmers that didn't know anything and you couldn't get any information because everything was spread through mail and it took weeks to get information. They wanted only the most informed people to be able to pick the president. So hence the uh, electoral college. For example, the state of Florida the state that we live in has 29 electors. So that's 27 House of Representatives Did it members. go up? I thought we only had 27. It did go up after the 2010 census. Oh. That's why the census is so important. That's why states push, because if you show your population went up, you get more members in the House of Representatives, and then you get more members in the Electoral College. I actually didn't know that we went up. Mm-hmm. That's It did. It did after the 2010 census. I should know that because I, I watch the election results every single election year. Yeah, you should. That's definitely something good to know. <laughs> we happen to be in a year that has an election and a census and a coronavirus and a canceled Olympics and lots of other stuff. Canceled sports. Canceled. Everything's canceled, Everything's bro. Canceled. My life. I hope hopefully the election canceled. isn't canceled because that would be would be a lot to deal with. I think that if anything, they'd, they'd move to mail-in ballots for everybody, which I think would significantly decrease the turnout or... It might increase turnout. Like, ah, people didn't have to go. Well, you can already mail in, but well, right. But if they sent you a ballot, you fill it out and send it back in. I think that that could actually increase it because who that could help? Right, Dude. you don't have the excuse. I don't want to go. Right, you're, you're, I mean, you're going. 
Did we just solve voter turnout? I I think this needs to be a national show. I think so too. I think we need to be on Fox. I think this is helpful. Daily. Um, but yeah, so the electoral college used to be the the number of electors you get is a combination of the of your population and uh the number of senators you have. But it actually is not that way anymore. Fun fact that I just learned. Um, the reason it is not that anymore is because in the first, I think, 36 years since the Constitution has, was around, I think up through the 1820s, um, of the 36 years that it was around for 32 of those years, the president was from a state that owned slaves because the slaves counted into that state's population. And so because of that, the state's population was higher. They got more electors. So those states were weighted more heavily in the presidential elections. Since then, since then, it's changed. It's not like that anymore. Um, That's probably for the better. Oh, definitely for the better. Because because we don't have slaves anymore. Well, no, it weights it more heavily on... on, uh, population, voting population now, I think. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, now, now, instead of, instead of, you know, let's say you're the state of Virginia and you have a ton of slaves, you can send more electors to the Electoral College and then they can choose to vote for whoever they want. Probably Thomas Jefferson, since he's also from Virginia and he's one of your rich white friends. The way it is now, the way it is now, um, you see, you know, with all these caucuses going on, and let's say the Florida has a primary election, and Joe Biden wins a certain number of the delegates from the state of Florida. What that means is the electors that we have, they can no longer choose the president of their own accord. They are they are kind of assigned who to vote for, so they can't make their own choice. They're supposed to merely represent the popular vote from that state. Right. No, but they, they can. They can. They can. That's called an, an unfaithful delegate. You're right. It's, but, uh, it's happened they... over 200 times since the founding of our country. Right. Over 200 delegates. But it has never had a significant impact on election. I think I would be one of them. I think I would, too. I think I would definitely vote for who I wanted to be president. And you wouldn't get reelected. No, you would probably never be an elector again. No. Um, which, so because the electors are supposed to mirror the state's popular vote, it begs the question, why do we even have an electoral college? Well, one of the major reasons we have an electoral college is to ensure that all parts of the country are involved in selecting the president. Because if if you don't, electoral college it it doesn't encourage smaller states like Wyoming to go and vote because they feel like their vote doesn't matter mm, their okay. population is so small yeah you know what I'm saying right so if also candidates would limit their campaigning true they would never campaign in a place why like, would you need to I think the only reason they go to a place like Iowa is because they have the first caucus there and so you can right. kind of show oh look I'm ahead in in a whole in a big cross-section of America, even though, let, let's be honest, I don't think Iowa is an accurate cross-section of <laughs> how the United States feels, because <laughs> who lives in Iowa? <laughs> Isn't Iowa mostly blue as well? 
I have no idea, to be honest. I, th- I think that they are. I don't know. But, but also, it, you might be right. it, it encourages them to, like, they want to build a, a campaign platform with a national focus, not right. just focus on the state like California. Right. Has 55 electoral votes. Mm-hmm. So even though it's it's generally always blue, if you're just going based off of population alone, like popular vote... Then, right, the state of California and Texas would kind of overrule they would, the yeah, rest of the states exactly. combined. Like, like California's blue vote would negate probably half of the Midwest's, like red vote. But you could argue that, well, it kind of does anyway. If one person wins, Cal- let's say you win 30 delegates in the state of California, it, you're going to have to win five, six, seven states but they in do. the Midwest. But they do. That's a thing. Because the Midwest is, with the exception of a few, is generally Republican. So, oh, so you're saying it, it helps balance it out. Right. Whereas if you won, you know, 30%, or if you won 70% of California's population, the general vote, it would far outweigh the population. Oh, oh okay. You That's never what you're be able to, to catch up. Okay, because okay. If, that makes sense. Because if, if 70% of California's Democratic and right. they vote, right. that's too many people for like, Places like Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, okay, for them to catch up, they wouldn't okay. be able to because not enough people in those states vote, right? Because their their excuse <laughs> is usually because they're too far from polling stations, which, which is probably is probably legitimate, probably which is fair, for probably most kind of, of sad. That that I feel like is definitely an issue that oh, should be resolved. Yeah, it, it probably should be, but like that that that's why it's good to have it. It gives different states a chance, okay, because okay. It, you. If you just do popular vote, you have California and you have Texas. Right, right. And th- those are the two biggest states. And right. It's like, oh, my God, well, they voted. Why do I need to vote? That's true. And I guess you could argue you could argue that if uh, 52 million people wanted Hillary Clinton to be president and only 50 million wanted Trump to be president, why don't those 52 million people win? Why, why can't she be president after that? Well, because, it, like I said, it balances it out. Because you have people in other states that don't vote. Because mm. you have such a dense population of, of, of Democrats in some states, that's why. Mm. Okay, okay. So like in Florida, Florida's always a toss-up state. Right. You never really know. You really and don't. you really don't. Which is we, awesome. It, I love that about Florida. Uh, it's cool that we live here. Yeah. But like, I think we've been, we've been Republican recently. Yeah. I do think we're going to see a change. I think so too. This year. Yeah. I think this year's going to be really interesting. I think so too. But Florida's one of the biggest campaigning states. Yeah. Because of Electoral College. Mm. But we're also really densely populated for how big our state is. Yeah. In certain areas. California is densely populated too, but they're densely populated everywhere. Right. Right, right, right. Florida's not. No. Florida has big population centers in a few, like in Broward, in Miami, or Tampa, Orlando, but North Florida, half of the state is empty. It's just cows and trees. When, When Electoral College was created, it was also created to protect electors like again against like the popular vote, it safeguards uninformed and uneducated decisions. So do you think we still have that problem? Do you think there are enough people voting no blindly? I don't think so. You don't, you don't think you think that the, the general public is informed enough that we should have a general public I think that vote. they're informed enough. I don't think that their information is necessarily valid. In some cases, I think that they can definitely fix some things, you know, because some people are just radicalists, like we talked about in our last episode, where they, right, just, right, right. they just believe it regardless. 
Right. They don't have a they don't have an opinion. They just believe one way. But that that's why back then that was so important because there there were so many uninformed, uneducated voters. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That we that they were like, well, we're going to put the final decision in the hands of the electors, which they possess the most information to make the best decision. Here's something interesting I just saw. Um, the Supreme Court is actually going to hear two cases, one from Colorado and one from Washington, um, about can presidential electors vote for whoever they want or are they required to vote along the lines of the voters of their state? I think that the term required is just to be nice. So like they're, they're, they're quote-unquote required. The reason, the reason it's going to um, the state, the reason it's going to the Supreme Court is because in Washington State, um, one of the ones that the Supreme Court is looking at in Washington State, their Supreme Court ruled that the state has the power to impose a fine on faithless electors that do not follow the state's general population the way they voted. And the court in Denver ruled the opposite way, ruling that founders were clearly, in the, the founding fathers intended for the electors to act independently, and the entire reason we have electors is so they can represent the state and what they view to be the best interest of the state, regardless of how the population of that state voted, and they cannot be punished. Really? Really. That's why it has to go to the Supreme Court. United States Supreme Court. I think that the Electoral College also gives too much power to things like swing states. You know what I mean? Because it it ends up being like you don't campaign a lot in California when you're a Republican because you're not going to win. Like why why are you wasting your time? True, true. So it ends up being the the biggest battleground states are Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio. In North Carolina, we we have eleven of them, right, right. But th- those are the like most heavily campaigned states. So I think I think it's broken in that sense because who like who who really goes to like how much Democrats go to Texas? Realistically, not they don't go that many times. True, because they know Texas is going to be a red state, no matter where they go. Exactly. But but, but if we if we look at the general votes, because Texas has such a huge population, even if Democrats only make up 25% of that state, that's still going to be a big number of Democrats. It's going to be a big... If you can convince some centrists in Texas to vote Democrat, it's not going to change the way that the electors vote, but you can get you enough general population votes to really make a big difference. There's a debate every year about about that, about the fact that we need to get right. rid of it, and it, it, every single year, every time, every time someone wins, yeah, and it, it doesn't, doesn't matter what party it vote. is. It happened to Trump, it happened to uh, Bush when he beat yeah. Al Gore. Um, even if even if Hillary would have won without winning the popular vote, right? It, it, it doesn't matter. The yeah, only no, instance that time. people would say the electoral college is good is if the president wins the popular vote and the electoral college vote. Obama Obama won the popular vote. <clears throat> Both times, didn't he? 51.3%, right. I think, the right. first time. Right. But he won the electoral vote 66. 
Hmm. I didn't know it was that high. Yeah. He won, he won most of the electoral votes, but he also won the popular vote. So you right. can't really say, well, that doesn't represent the whole country because it, it did. Right, 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 right. So if, I don't know, I, I, I really don't see a reason that we should have an electoral college unless unless we're still trying to filter out what we think of as uninformed voters. No, because I'm telling you, it, it, California would have way too much of a swing. And I'm, I'm telling it, you, it already does. Not, it yeah, already does. It, it evens out. It does even out. Because, like, think the amount of red states is significantly higher than the amount of blue states. It's just the fact that the blue states have so many more electoral votes. Like True. The, the amount of electoral votes that the blue states get when they win mm-hmm. is insanely high. Right, right, right. But, but they win a handful. The red states... You get a lot more red states, but the electoral vote, like 11, you know, mm-hmm. 15. Right. Minuscule numbers. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you have to win like five of those states to even catch up to California. Right. I think that if California went by popular vote, I think the margin would be significantly higher because the, the voter turnout in places like Wyoming and North Dakota are so low. Mm. And the, the, percent so of the population that votes in those states is so low that you would not have a chance, I don't think. So what you're saying is even though more people in California vote than y- in reality, if, uh, if a Republican were to win the election, they are in reality representing, you could argue that they are representing a majority of the population of the country, even if they may not have won the general population vote because there's so many people in those Midwest states that that don't vote, yeah. that are presumably Republican. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's just a way to safeguard the voting process. Hmm. It's a way, I guess, to protect the people that don't vote. Yeah. Interesting. Or, or, or they, they do vote. It's just the fact that the population is so small and that's it, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you could wipe Wyoming out. Yeah. And it, and it well, someone matter. already did. It <laughs> doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's a, it's it's a, doesn't it's matter. a hoax. <laughs> it's a, check out our new podcast series about the, the conspiracy theories behind... It's not Wyoming. A, it's not a theory. It's true. It's true. I've been there. I've been, I've been there. It doesn't <laughs> exist. There's nothing there but aliens. So there is something there. Not humans. We're getting off topic. Aliens can't vote. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's why I think it's a good thing. I think that we do need it. Okay. <clears throat> I, uh, I want to hear what some other people think. I'm going to... Well, I mean, our listeners can comment at the bottom of the podcast. Theoretically. Theoretically, they could. Well, I'm I'm sure there's some platform in which you could listen to this and comment. I don't know if you can on <laughs> iTunes or not. You can, but but no, I I would like to know. Tell you what, people think. when you guys hear this podcast, just uh, write a letter telling us your opinion and mail it. We, to we us. are going to open the PO box. Soon, we, we actually, will. actually, to, to take, I, to I take, would love to hear what you guys to have take to fan say. Mail, um, but, um, if you know me, uh, DM me. Uh, oh, actually. Um, we have social media, so yeah, we actually do DM us on Instagram. Ever that the name of our social media is going to be in our in our description. Yes, the podcast so you can Instagram, Twitter, maybe Facebook. I haven't decided yet. Uh, probably not TikTok. Probably not TikTok. Yeah. What other social medias are there? 
Discord? Probably won't have one of those. We're not going to have a Discord. So definitely definitely Instagram. Instagram's yeah. going to be but, for sure. But yeah, so yeah no, DM definitely us on Instagram. Tell us what you think about the Electoral College, why we should have it, why we shouldn't. Um, more about the... If you want to know more about the history of it. Um, there's some really interesting stuff in here. Like, for example, there is usually since like the 1950s, there's been, if there has been a faithless elector, it's been one person. Except in 2016, there was a concerted effort of a bunch of Republican electors that switched their vote from Donald Trump to Hillary. They were the, the people that said never Trump, no, no matter who. Ten electors ended up trying to vote for someone other than their state's popular vote winner, which is the most uh, in a single election since 1872. And the only reason that happened in 1872, there were 63 electors that went against their pledge to vote for a guy named Horace Greeley, uh, a liberal Republican. Um, And the reason they switched their votes is because he died. (laughs) <laughs> so they voted oh, okay. for someone else. That's, that's fair. But so, yeah, that's if, interesting. If you look <laughs> at the Electoral College has been around 227 years. The winner of the popular vote has lost the electoral vote only five times. It's only, And that, that five times has probably been within the last, well, not, not all five, but three have been in the last... Fifteen years, I think. Well, it's, I know twenty sixteen, right, and two thousand, right. And what's the third one? Oh, that's a good question. I'd have to look that up. No idea. Well, but definitely, two of those five have been in the last right twenty years. Exactly. So that that proves that the system does work to some extent, and and also, the voter turnout for certain demographics and age groups declined those years in which the popular vote won. Mm, like who 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 didn't vote? That those years, the younger generation or the older generation, mm. like the not not the older generation, like fifty year olds, right? But like the older older generation, like seventy five, right? Up, right. Okay, and, and they do love to vote, right? And they usually mail in ballots, right? But sometimes they can't, mm-hmm. and like the the years in which it declined were years that like either our generation didn't vote, right, or the older generation didn't vote. Oh, interesting. So if I guess what that's saying is. If you actually have an accurate representation of the popular vote, the electoral college is going to mirror that every time. Right. It may not, you know, it's the percentages are going to be off. The percentages will be off because that's just going to happen when you have a big number and smaller numbers, but interesting. So, so go ahead. Then what's the point of the electoral college? Coming at you one more time. (laughs) (laughs) No, to Now that we're all more informed. No, no, to safeguard that those five times. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Interesting. It, mistakes happen. Right. Things I guess happen. some years are an off year. Right, exactly. For people to come out and vote. And I think that it gives a fair chance then. Mm. Okay. I mean, not, not to say that the chance isn't fair anyways. Right, right. But even, this is actually really interesting. When President Trump won in 2016, he said, and I quote, I would rather see it where you went with simple votes. You get 100 million votes, and someone else gets 90 million votes, and you win. Okay. So, and, and, and I wish that many people in the U.S. have voted. No, <laughs> no but that, that, that's I, I coming wish we from had a president than... that won because of the Electoral College. Right, right. And yeah. even he said popular vote should win. Hmm. But I don't think that we're ever going to get rid of, well, not anytime soon at least, the Electoral College. I think enough people, it's been trying to be voted out 
many times. I think it needs a serious scandal. I think it needs uh, well, a it conspiracy a There's or something, so many conspiracies, something in the deep state well, actually, that there's influences not really the electoral elections. college conspiracies. It's just voting conspiracies in general. Well, it's yeah, conspiracies that your votes ballots. don't count. Yeah, those, those have been there around since the beginning of there democracy. There hasn't really been electoral college conspiracies. The only thing I could think of is if, you know, the electors didn't vote right. properly. Right. That would be the only conspiracy that would matter. Hmm. Okay. But they, like you said, there hasn't been that many instances. And the instances that, that do happen don't make a difference. I think it... It would change a lot. It would change the way they campaign. It would definitely change the way they campaign. Yeah. Trump said it himself. He said the reason he won the election is because of the Electoral College. It's because he campaigned knowing you need to win the Electoral College. He campaigned in Florida. You know how many rallies we had in freaking right, South right. Florida, he, bro? He said if, if it was based on the popular vote, he would have campaigned differently. And that's why he won the election. It was kind of like, a you know, sorry, Hillary, but I, I did a better job campaigning by the rules of the game and not for the intent I don't think it. I would even go to California if I was running for president, which God forbid I do. Honestly, I don't know that I would either. It's kind of a, it's kind of a guaranteed blue state. Uh, if I, you, I, I was a Democrat or if I was a Republican, I don't think I would go. I wouldn't go to New York either. Yeah, there's no point. You know which way it's going to go already. You got to go with the states that are, are battleground states. You come to Florida. You go to Iowa because it's the first caucus and maybe Pennsylvania and Michigan. North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't go to California, and I wouldn't go to Texas. There's no point. No, because you're never going to win that state, and they know that. No one's ever going to change that state. No, no one's going to flip that state, ever. Well, the amount of Democratic votes in Texas did increase. That's another thing about your electoral college is good, because like, if you did popular vote, and, and let's say we started seeing like a paradigm shift of Republican voters, mm-hmm. or no, let's use Democratic voters in Texas, right? There okay. was a shift in Democratic voters in Texas, not quite enough to win the whole state, but enough to make a difference. Okay. It could totally throw up the election. Oh, 100%. Especially there's if, enough people in Texas. Yeah. If you, if you take those 30-some electoral people from Texas and suddenly assign half of them or... Uh, Slightly less than half. So you signed Let, Let's say above. right now it's a 70-30 split. Right. Which I don't know if it is. Let's just say that it is. So if you win 100% of California and you win 30% of Texas, that's a, that's a shitload of electoral votes. That's a lot, right. And that, so that's the thing, though. Like, if it, if it switches from, like, 70-30 to, like, 55-45, mm. now, now it's a whole different thing. Same goes for California. Not that I don't... I don't think this would happen. But the same does go for California in the sense that if we saw a spike of Republican votes in California and went by popular vote, I think that that would also change the election. But we're not going to. I think that the reason they're so heavily, well, I think the reason that Texas is going more towards Democratic votes is because they're so close to the border. Which... Oh, true. All the border wall stuff really affects Texas. It do, no, and the fact that when people do immigrate into the country legally, because right. when you immigrate illegally, you can't vote. Right. <laughs> but when they immigrate legally, they're generally, not all the time, because a lot of the time they're like, you know, I came here to make a difference, the American dream, and I want to be Republican. 
But sometimes they come in, they're like, I'm, I'm a Democrat. I'm voting for change in the country. I came here for change. I came here to make a difference, whatever. And that, that's why we are seeing, because it's right on the border. Hmm. So that's why we're seeing a change right now in Texas. So never going to be enough to win the electoral vote. But if we did popular vote, it would be enough. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I think I think that that would hmm. that would definitely make things a little more difficult. So I th- I think it's a good thing. I think that we can revise it. I don't think we should only do popular vote, but I, I do think there are revisions that because also the voter turnout for Trump's election in twenty sixteen was so low. Yeah, because people were really upset about both candidates. Right. Nobody wanted either one. No. That's why the third party Gary Johnson got the most votes of a third part bird, uh, per party like that's ridiculous ever. But and everybody's really upset about that. They're like, oh, why doesn't why didn't they vote for one of the main two parties? Because nobody wanted to vote. A lot of Republicans did not vote right the year Trump won because they were not happy with Trump. Even though they were Republican, they identified as Republican. They were like, I don't want Trump they to win. Trump. Yeah. I don't want Hillary to win. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Democrats felt the same way. But I think that Democrats felt more strongly about the fact that they just didn't want Trump to win. Right. Right. I think Republicans were much more likely to just stay home. I think that the fact that Trump changed so many blue states to red states. Right. That that shows also how many Democrats didn't like Hillary. Yeah, that's a fact. Or maybe they were just so upset that Hillary was their nominee, they yeah. didn't vote. Yeah, but I think they were upset that Bernie Sanders got screwed out of the nomination. He's probably going to get screwed again in this year. Right. 2020. Right. But because they were upset, they just were like, I'm not going to vote. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that it can be revised, but I don't think that it should go away anytime soon, necessarily. You know? That's but a good point. Well, I learned a lot. I hope you guys learned a lot. I uh, definitely had to do a lot of research on this electoral college, but now I know why it was founded, uh, who's in it. And uh, kind of a little bit more how it works. So uh, tune in next time we have this podcast. And uh, go check out our other podcast. You want something a little more lighthearted. And well, I don't know if lighthearted is the word. But well, stupid. Stupid is the word. <laughs> um, but yeah, tune in next time for more uh, Not Your Mama's political podcasts.